Did the LA Kings play their best game of the season last night in Edmonton? I've got three reasons why the answer is yes. We'll talk about blocked shots, a hat trick, and a great team performance next on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 875 subscribers, looking great to hit our goal of 900 by the end of November. Thank you all so much uh, to all of you that have subscribed, and thank you for your support of the YouTube channel and the podcast as well. And if you can, recommend the show to your fellow Kings fans. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. The past 20 plus years have been at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years. And of course, a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. I'm also sick, uh, feeling okay, but uh, my my voice uh, is not 100% for sure. I've uh, been doing a lot of coughing, uh, very kind of itchy and scratchy throat. Um, so if I have to take a sip of a beverage at some point in the show, I hope you will understand. I am keeping my fingers crossed that I don't have any kind of a coughing fit. Um, but I'll tell you what, I'm feeling a lot better after last night's game. Uh, we got to talk about the Kings in Edmonton taking on the Oilers for the first time since their game seven loss in the first round of the playoffs last season. This was game number 19 of the year for the LA Kings and game two of their current four-game road trip. L.A. was looking to bounce back after a less-than-great performance in Calgary on Tuesday where the Kings allowed four first-period goals en route to a 6-5 loss. The lineup for the Edmonton Oilers game was a familiar one of late. Andre Kopitar, your top-line center, with Adrian Kempe and Gabe Velarde on his wings. Philip Deneau, your second-line center, with Trevor Moore and Victor Arvidsson on his wings. Rasmus Kupari centering the third line. Kevin Fiala and Carl Grundstrom on his wings. And Blake Lazat centering the fourth line. Jarrett Anderson-Dolan still in the lineup with the injured uh, Brendan Lemieux and Arthur Kaliev, his wingers. Your defensive pairs were Drew Doughty and Mikey Anderson. Matt Roy and Sean Dursey. Sean Walker and Alex Edler. And your goaltender was Cal Peterson. As for the lineup, uh, you could have understood if Todd McClellan wanted to shake things up after an ugly loss and a terrible defensive effort in Calgary, but he didn't decide to stick with this lineup for at least another game to see how they could respond. I was a little surprised to see Cal Peterson in net. Um, the Kings do have back-to-back games coming up this Friday and Saturday in Vancouver and Seattle, and I know we're going to see Cal in one of those games, but I honestly didn't expect to see him last night in Edmonton. Uh, well, it worked out. It worked out. Uh, as for the game, uh, some keys for me going into it was number one, stay out of the penalty box. We saw last season how good the Oilers power play was with stars Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and the Oilers came in ranked number three in the NHL in power per play percentage this season. Stay out of the box. Number one, number two, obviously play much better team defense than we saw in Calgary. Uh, limit the Oilers' chances in those grade-A scoring areas and prevent any odd man rushes or breakaways as much as possible. And number three, have Cal Peterson play a solid game and have something to build on as he continues to try and find his way in net this season. Well, L.A. came out in this one and played a great 
first 10 minutes. It included the first goal of the game. About five minutes in, puck was deflected into the center of the ice, well above the top of the faceoff circle, and it slowly made its way to Trevor Moore, who blasted a slap shot past the Oilers goaltender, Stuart Skinner, and that made it one to nothing. Kings forward Victor Arvidsson would help the Kings hold on to that one nothing lead with a terrific defensive play. Connor McDavid went hard to the net and put a one-handed push shot towards Cal Peterson. It deflected off of Cal and was heading into the net when Arvidsson knocked the puck out of midair and out of harm's way. Great play by Victor Arvidsson. Late in the period, Andre Kopitar had a great sequence. After losing his stick, Kopi played defense in front of the net, blocking uh, two shots in the same sequence. First, a shot from the point, and then a rebound chance. Great stuff from the captain, and that would be a theme on the night, the blocked shots. I don't know if it was something that was emphasized going into the game or if it kind of fed off itself, um, but it was clear the Kings were looking to block shots, and they did a lot of that in this game. My guess is that it was something that just started to happen and kind of fed off itself. When you see other guys on the team blocking shots and sacrificing themselves, it has a tendency to be infectious, and other players want to pull that rope as well and, and hold up their end of the deal. And it seemed like a couple of guys blocked some shots and then it just kind of perpetuated on itself. And it was, it was, the Kings did an amazing job uh, in blocking shots. Also um, the second period, uh, there was a moment that I thought was pretty telling. Um, it was clear and understandable that the Kings were making a concerted team effort to play Connor McDavid tough, probably not even arguably the best player in the NHL. Um, when he got the puck, it was clear the Kings were having multiple players play him in an effort to make him be a facilitator and not a finisher. Sometimes easier said than done, but uh, it was clear the Kings were saying, Connor McDavid is not going to beat us tonight. At least that's our plan. Uh, now, Kings defenseman Alex Edler stepped up on McDavid when he had the puck and there was a knee-on-knee hit. It upset McDavid and understandably drew a response from Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. Uh, was it a knee-on-knee hit? It was. Uh, do I get why the Oilers were upset about it and why Connor McDavid didn't like it? Sure. Do I think it was an intentionally dirty play? I don't. Um, I think Edler was just trying to be physical on McDavid, and the result was what the result was. Um, I, I, I think watching Alex Edler play now for over a season, you get a feel for what kind of a player he is. I think he's a pretty he's a pretty heads-up player. I, I don't I have not noticed him doing anything. I mean, he's he's physical because he's a bigger guy, but he's I just I don't see him as being that type of player that would take a cheap shot on a guy. I think he's just trying to be physical with a very good player and unfortunately the result was what the result was. Um so uh, like I said, the, the Oilers were upset about it. I get that. You never want to see a star player take a hit on his knee. Um but it was interesting that even after that the Kings didn't go shorthanded. Edler was called for a penalty, but Darnell Nurse got called for two roughing minors on the play, and so it was even strength after that. But uh, the result was that Connor McDavid was clearly upset about this throughout the game. Uh, he was taken out of his game, uh, in my opinion, not only because of that hit, but also because of the great team defense by the LA Kings. Uh, very surprised to see McDavid let that get to him Again, I, I understand in the moment being upset about it, but uh, it really did affect Connor McDavid, and I thought it was pretty obvious. Um, so, the, as I mentioned, there was no power play as a result, but McDavid actually uh, showed his frustration 
throughout the game, and in particular, taking a retaliation cross-check penalty to get some payback on Alex Edler, and that actually canceled out what was going to be an Oilers power play. Um, so again, I get McDavid being upset about the hit, but that was a totally selfish play on his part. Uh, his team was down a goal, and he had they had a power play opportunity, and he took a power play away so he could get a little bit of personal revenge. And uh, that was surprising to see, really surprising to see. Um, that said, the Oilers did tie up the game on a Kings mistake. Blake Lazat tried to backhand a pass up the middle in his own zone. It was intercepted and led to the equalizer. And I remember thinking at the time, um, all that work, the Kings have been the better team throughout this game, and one mistake finds the back of the net. But to the Kings' credit, they turned the page and didn't let it frustrate them or take them out of what they were doing well. They continued the solid play that we had seen all game long up to that point and uh, loved the response from the Kings in that in that situation. Um, also, um, it resulted in the, the Kings reclaiming the lead by them just doing what they were doing. After Connor McDavid's second penalty of the game, the Kings would score another one of those goals where it isn't officially a power play goal, but realistically it is. And we've seen a few of those by the Kings this season. I'm just off the top of my head, maybe five or six times it's happened this season where the Kings would score a goal right after a power play expired. But with McDavid coming out of the box, Trevor Moore put in his second of the game on a nice pass from Victor Arvidsson. Moore was standing at the side of the net, tapping it in, and it would be 2-1 LA after two periods. In the third period, the Kings were sitting on the lead a little bit too much for my taste. There were a, there was a lot of zone time in the LA end because the Kings were kind of just looking to chip it out, clear the puck, maybe ice it if they had to, but weren't really looking to attack um, nearly as much as I thought they should. I totally get you've got the lead and you want to continue to play good team defense, but sometimes the best defense is a good offense. I thought they needed to make a little bit more of an effort to keep the puck down in the Oilers end, um, try to cycle the puck. And, and even if you're not necessarily looking to score another goal, the, the, again, they the Oilers can't score if they're in their own end working on defense, but the Kings were trying to sit on that lead and there was some nervous moments, but all in all, uh, the Kings did a great job. They made it stand up. Cal Peterson made the saves when he had to, and Trevor Moore would wrap it up. Uh, a great night for him with an empty net goal and his first career hat trick. Kings beat the Oilers 3-1. to one. I will explain why I think this was the best game of the season for the Kings so far, but we'll do that in just a moment because today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer. we got the World Cup coming up soon and eSports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more. That's BetOnline where the game starts. So why do I think this is the Kings' best win of the year? Well, first and foremost, they played smart, not just positionally, um, but with most of the decision-making and, you know, just playing great all-around team defense, especially coming off the ugly performance against the Calgary Flames. Uh, just, again, good positioning, uh, good, tough physical play. Um, and you allow one power play against the Edmonton Oilers 
Uh, and and you play a physical, smart game. Outstanding. Outstanding job by the LA Kings being very smart, but playing tough, playing sound defense, and again, not stepping over the line very often uh, and keeping the Oilers to only one power play opportunity in the game. That is fantastic. Also, the Kings showing sacrifice, um, blocking shots, season-high 29 blocked shots in this game. The Oilers had eight. The Kings had 29. Blocking shots is about desire, and it's about heart, and it's about grit, and that was awesome to see from everybody on the Kings team. I mean, everybody was doing it. It wasn't just one or two guys. Uh, It was a team effort defensively and a team effort uh, blocking shots as well. That was fantastic. Um, And, you know, uh, the way they played against Connor McDavid. I mean, this is the league MVP. This is a generational talent. Uh, He and, oh, oh, by the way, Leon Dreisaitl, who is another former MVP of the league. They had two shots on goal in the game. Two. That is unbelievable. That's insane. Uh, Add it all together. And to me, this was the best game of the season for the LA Kings. Uh, I mean, especially coming off and responding to a bad performance. Uh, It was great to see. It was great to see. I know the Oilers aren't firing on all cylinders at this point. I know they don't have a Vander Kane. I know they are having some issues in net. All that being said, this was about the Kings. This was not about the Oilers. A terrific team defensive effort. The block shots were phenomenal. Uh, Trevor Moore stepping up. We saw the great play by Victor Arvidsson. Cal Peterson was solid in that. No, he wasn't spectacular, but he was solid. Uh, and again, getting the win on the road. And and that was a hostile environment. I was, you know, we talked with Brett Holden on yesterday's show from Locked on Oilers. And I, I was saying to him, I think this is a big game for the Kings. I'm not sure if it's a big game for the Oilers. And he kind of was like, no, no, I think this is a big game for the Oilers as well. And I thought it showed there was a little something extra in that game last night. And it wasn't just the hit on Connor McDavid. There was a little, there was a little bad blood. There was a little extra intensity. Um, and yeah, I thought there was a little bit, something extra there in, in that game against the Oilers. So I, again, thought it was the best performance by the LA Kings all season. Um, great to see Cal Peterson have a solid night. Uh, he was certainly the beneficiary of all those block shots, but when he had to make a save, he did. Was he spectacular? No, but he didn't need to be. Um, I, I thought it was a positive step um, in Cal finding his game. Also, uh, it did seem to me this season, I have talked about this with a with a Kings friend and uh, a listener, Paul. Uh, it seems like the Kings play harder for Jonathan Quick. Now, I don't know that that's the case, and I'm certainly not saying there's any uh, you know concerted effort on their part because they like Quick better or something like that. No, I just think... I don't know, maybe it's just the way Jonathan Quick plays, his style, the way he's kind of going all out all the time. Maybe that's infectious to his teammates. I don't know, but it it did. it's something that Paul and I have noticed. It does seem on occasion that the Kings do play harder in front of Jonathan Quick than they do Cal Peterson. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if there's anything statistically that you could point to to say that that's the case, but it was that wasn't the case last night. The Kings played very hard in front of Cal Peterson, so... Um, he was never left hanging out to dry. He was never left to have to make a one-on-one save or had to make a you know an odd man rush save or anything like that. Um, very solid in net. His teammates helped him out. And again, I, I do think it's a positive step for Cal to only allow one goal and to get the win. And uh, that's got to help his confidence moving forward. It was mentioned in an email recently that it seems like 
the Kings don't have multiple players step up on a given night um, or multiple lines have really good games. Well, I, that wasn't the case last night. And I know that, you know, the Kings only scored two goals uh, at even strength, although one of them was more of a power play type goal. And then they had the empty netter to seal it. But it was a, from a defensive standpoint, I thought it was a great all around game by everyone. But offensively, yeah, you know, you'd like to see some, you know, some more consistent play, I guess, from multiple players. But I think there's also something to be said for having a team where on any given night, a different player can step up and lead you. And that certainly was the case for Trevor Moore, um, getting the hat trick, um, scoring, you know, for the first time in his career, um, the hat trick. And I uh, thought it was it was great to see. And I know it's uh, a running joke, you know, Thousand Oaks, Trevor Moore. Um, but he made NHL history. Uh, I thought, and I thought this was a cool stat. The first California born player to ever score a hat trick while playing on a California based team. So that was pretty cool. Great night for Trevor Moore, very memorable. And again, came in, in, in a great effort, uh, against the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Um, just a great all around win for the Kings. So shout out obviously to not just Trevor Moore, but that second line, I thought really carried the day. If you're going to single out one of the lines, um, Victor Arvidsson had a, an assist on all three of the Trevor Moore goals, and he had that terrific defensive play where he batted the Con- Connor McDavid puck out of midair and out of harm's way. Um, Philip Deneau, his solid game as usual, but uh, the, the, the second line had a fantastic game, but uh, a great, great all-around game again for the LA Kings, and I think it was their best performance and their best win of the season. Uh, We are going to look ahead to games coming up in Vancouver and Seattle. But first, I also want to let you know that today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Now, on yesterday's show, I was doing a read for our friends at Built Bar, and I had a little bit of a coughing fit in the middle of it. So I felt like like I owed them uh, a second chance. So uh, you got to try the new reimagined Built Bar flavors. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper, and white chocolate peppermint granola. If you haven't tried Built Bars before, they are literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. Uh, They are revolutionizing nutrition as uh, we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein at just 130 calories. You probably are wondering which is the best flavor. Well, try a mixed box and get all five flavors and Find out for yourself. Uh, you can get 15% off your order right now by using the promo code LOCKEDON15. Again, go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order. By the way, uh, just want to mention, just because um, my LA Kings reverse retro jersey is supposed to be delivered today, and I am like a kid at Christmas right now. I can't wait uh, to get my uh, jersey. I am a jersey nerd. And uh, if if the uh, email is correct and it is delivered today, I look forward to wearing it while uh, doing uh, the show tomorrow. Speaking of the show tomorrow, uh, can the Kings follow up their best performance of the season with another solid effort? Maybe it won't be quite as good as it was against the Oilers, but again, uh, the challenge is to not just be good every other night, right? We saw a bad performance against Calgary. To the Kings' credit, they bounce back with a great performance against Edmonton. Now follow it forward, right? Keep it going. This is what the Kings are going to have to do if they're going to advance in the playoffs. 
you can't have a good game and a bad game and a good game and a bad game. And, and we know we've seen this a lot this year, and I've talked about this more than one occasion. But you've played your best game of the year. You're feeling great about yourself. Follow it up with another solid effort and a win in the next game in Vancouver and in the next game in Seattle. Good teams aren't just good occasionally. They're good not every night, but more often than not. So um, just like I was very curious to see how the Kings would follow up a bad performance against Calgary, I'm curious to see how they follow up a great performance against Edmonton, and that will start on Friday uh, in Vancouver. Speaking of Friday's show, we obviously are going to have a preview of the uh, game, game against the Canucks. We'll talk a little bit as well about the game in Seattle the next night. So back-to-back games coming up and back-to-back nights for the LA Kings. Also on our Friday show, as we we like to do if we can, uh, we like to make it a feedback Friday. So if you guys have any email uh, questions or comments about the Kings, about the show, or about anything at all involving the Kings or the show or whatever, whatever uh, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at LockedOnLAKings. And I think if I remember correctly, and maybe you'll won't mind me checking here real quick. Um, as far as the Twitter account goes, I think we're approaching kind of a milestone here. Let me double check this real quick, guys. Okay, we have 956 followers on Twitter. Let's see if we can't. I know you guys have been so good about uh, reaching goals when it comes to YouTube subscriptions. So let's see if we can't carry it over. Maybe I'm being a little bit selfish here, but let's see if we can't get a thousand followers on the Locked On LA Kings Twitter account. Again, it's at Locked On LA Kings. If you're on Twitter, uh, give us a follow, and uh, let's see if we can't get to a thousand. Let's uh, let's pop it up there. Um, also, we have an Instagram account which is at Locked On LA Kings. Hey, thank you for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen. Uh, for your next listen, check out Locked On Sports today. It's got the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Audacity app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast thanks for putting up with my voice today guys apologize it's not quite as good as uh, as i would like it to be but hey i got through the show without having any coughing fits so uh, that's a positive step uh, in the right direction uh, i am eddie garcia again thank you for listening and watching locked on la kings and we always close out the show by saying go kings go